What's the difference between equity versus equality? This sounds like a setup to a joke. And it kind of is because the upcoming story to me is laughable in a tragic way. But equality. Each individual or group of people is given the same resources or opportunities. I think most of us can agree that equality of opportunity is a good thing to be striving for. And in our modern countries, we do a pretty good job of, or have been, doing a pretty good job of providing equality of opportunity. Could always be better, of course, but generally speaking, we're doing pretty good. However, equity recognises that each person has different circumstances. Yes, that's true, but wait. And allocates the exact resources and opportunities needed to reach an equal outcome. Why do I bring this up? Well, we're going to go into the main story here, coming straight out of the socialist state of New Zealand. But first, welcome to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast, commentary, comedy, conversation. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, all of that good stuff. And if you have already, thank you very much. Okay, well, it's Tuesday. It's the 12th of July, and we have a storm. A storm passed over. Actually, the majority of the country has been hit by the storm, and that has caused quite a few problems, and that has caused longer work hours for people like myself. It was a long day at the old coal mine. I don't actually work in a coal mine. That's just a sort of turn of phrase, trying to be a little bit playful. But no, it wasn't wasn't the best weather to be working outside in. But what I wanted to talk about, because this country, the amount of stuff coming out of this country and the mass centralisation almost every week, new things that I didn't even know we were doing, just continue to to arise here's something i didn't know i knew that the education system was being centralized and particularly the polytechnic area and also that our university's first year of education for people going to uni the first year is paid for by the taxpayer so it's free absolutely mental and also that our government has released a new history program I'm sure there's no bias in that history program or revisionist history with the people that we have in charge. This is our new thing, which is... I'm not sure when they they came up with this idea. Maybe probably last year. Schools learn all-important equity. Remember the definition of equity. Schools learn all-important equity index number to replace outdated deciles. Uh, students in, I'm just going to say particular areas, students in, because a lot of it's just mixed up names with Māori and English, and you don't need, after saying all this I probably could have just said it, oh well. Students in particular areas face the greatest socio-economic barriers to achievement under the education sector's new equity index, the EQI, set to be introduced next year. While schools are now aware of their individual individual equity scores, they still face an anxious wait to, uh, to September to see how much equity funding they will receive under the new system. Oh dear, the equity index score. Here come the commies, here come the commies, right down communist lane. That's what it sounds like to me. This number, the equity index score, for some reason that's calculated between 344 and 569, 
for each school. I, I don't... Why? Why? I'm sure there's some complicated nonsense that makes no sense behind the scenes about why you've chosen those numbers. And it's probably to do with, well, three, if you're a low equity score, it still sounds okay. And if you're a high equity score, well, you know, it's still, it's not, it's not a thousand. It's just, it all seems like optics. Very strange. Couldn't do a one to 10. Couldn't just keep it simple. No, we have to complicate it. Probably be able to hire some more government officials now too. You know, more bureaucracy, more red tape, get some more people in there, waste some more taxpayers money and time anyway this number generated using anonymized data sure i have my doubts on that represented the barriers students faced to educational achievement providing more targeted equity funding to those facing the largest barriers certain areas it says uh, provide the uh, have the highest levels of deprivation Uh, principles spoken to this is an article coming out of stuff again the dominion post principles spoken to by stuff were reluctant to reveal their numbers publicly but the ministry of education has confirmed they will be published published in august (laughs) Uh, the index will replace the outgoing and arguably outdated decile funding model being which has been roundly criticized for stigmatizing schools at the lower end of the scale and incorrectly used as a measure of school quality so now i guess we're going to stigmatize schools that fall what if if you're too privileged are you going to have schools that are too privileged the public schools that don't get as much funding because they're considered too privileged and what does too privileged look like let's go on now principals associate president principals association president sorry says i hope that people don't go down the line of saying just because you've got a high number something is wrong with your school as that's how they're saying that the decile system was used if you had a low decile then you were stigmatized so high number would also be stigmatized it's just seems to be replacing like for like he says i think parents should go and look at schools and go see them at playtime and lunchtime before they make decisions about whether schools are good or bad not based on equity or decile the Principals Association president, is he arguing against this? Because I would agree. Okay, scrolling on down the article. The Equity Index received $293 million of operating and $8 million of capital funding in this year's budget, with a further $75 million in extra funding, meaning most schools would see an increase in their funding next year. What is the Equity Index in a nutshell? The index aims to better identify and respond to socioeconomic barriers facing student achievement than its predecessor and to allocate resources where they are most needed okay uh, which is mentioned previously the index will consider a basket of factors such as the amount of time a child has been supported by benefits whether a child has an oranga tamariki notification which is basically child youth and services in new zealand a lot of things have been renamed into the maori language and it's very very confusing for a lot of people uh, that's someone who's been in essentially a state care or has been possibly in an abusive home or something like that. Uh, it also takes into account their father's criminal history, not the mother's, just the father's, and the child's ethnicity rather than single factors in isolation. It'll be interesting to see how they weight those factors. That information helps to create a school's overall index number. The higher the number, the higher the average of students facing greater disadvantages within a school population. In turn, these schools will receive greater funding. 
this the amount of bureaucracy that this is creating this is absolutely nuts uh, the index will be updated annually and this is again the government thinking it can fix education uh, using 37 variables all weighted differently and tied to the circumstances of children as opposed to being determined by where they live Parental and child socioeconomic indicators will be considered. For example, children who have experienced poverty, abuse or neglect are at higher risk of poor educational achievement and therefore will require more resources. Other factors, such as a student's nationality and how often they change schools, will increase individual individual inequity risk. School numbers will then be used to create an individual school average to produce an equity index number for each school between 344 and 569. Now, the article goes on, apparently they have equity funding in the Netherlands. Again, New Zealand following a country like the Netherlands. But I'm sure there's, that's just coincidence. Post-Primary Teachers Association President Melanie Weber says, with this equity index, we've got this fair way to divide up the cake. Except we've only got a cupcake to work with, she says. So she's asking for essentially more, well, implying that they need more, more money. It's always more money. It's always more bureaucracy. The, if you scroll down to the end of the article, will the index help determine whether a school is good or bad? In a word, no. Instead, parents and caregivers should do their own homework on what school would be a good fit for their child. But I thought that the, the equity index is based on the fact that you're weighting it on, on race and income and other factors such as abuse. And you're giving those schools more money if more children are from those types of environments. So therefore, isn't a school wanting to attract those types of children to receive more funding and not necessarily to attract better teachers to help those schools? There's an interesting, um, and, and this, that also implies personal responsibility. So in a word, that no, this won't fix, it won't determine whether a school's good or bad. They encourage parents and caregivers to do their own homework on a school. The, the quote, the easy option of give me a number and tell me how good it is doesn't really work in a school setting yeah pretty much that's from well they've, they've used so many people in this article that it's very hard Cooley Lealt says I don't know who that is but there you go correct absolutely correct now there's an idea so there we go New Zealand going down the equity train because we have to be equal equal outcome looking for an equal outcome which we know it's a, that's an impossibility and really, equal outcome, getting some commie vibes. Now, there's an interesting concept that I heard regarding public schools. Obviously, I would ad- advocate for homeschooling. I think that's fantastic if it's possible for somebody to do. That's great. I know it's not possible for a lot of people to do and not realistic at this time. And then there's obviously private schooling with more advantages. But to get the private type market working in public schools I heard this idea and I thought it was interesting that instead of funding a school and trying to bring it up to standard or instead of funding it in the way that's described in this equity index you actually fund the child in public school and that doesn't mean that the family's given money it means that wherever the child is enrolled that the money follows the kid because therefore they want to a good school will be attracting more children and therefore bringing in more money and that was an idea of how to kind of get a free market style thing going in the public sector regarding education. And I thought, hmm, it's an interesting concept. And I do wonder if that's been tried anywhere successfully or not. But there you go, New Zealand bringing in an equity index. Equity, remembering the definition of equity. 
recognizing that each person has different circumstances and allocates the exact resources and opportunities needed to reach an equal outcome. So New Zealand is going to go and attempt to give the exact resources needed and reach equal outcomes going on the definition of equity equity, and what they named it, the equity index. Socialism, guys, it is a hell of a drug. Right, I'm going to leave it there and I'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast. You have a good day.